That was dumb. Hey, we're back on Bucks and Brews. As the computer tells us, it's being recorded, which I guess is great, but come on now. It's like, like we haven't known for the past, you know, thousand episodes we've done. <clears throat> yeah, no shit. Well, it's been a while since we've joined everyone. Yeah, I'll say. And some things have changed. Sorry we've been away for a little bit. Yeah, yeah. life happens. You know, so everybody deserves a break once in a while. They do. Um, we haven't uploaded too much content because... Well, we'll get into that in a minute. Nick, what are you drinking? Let's see. We are uh, we are Bucks and Brew. Don't worry. I'll keep the, the plural part going with the, the brews I'm drinking. Uh, today, Corona. And, of course, our proud sponsor, the Still Brewing Hawaii 5 Ale. Blonde ale with pineapple, coconut, mango, peach, and guava. Gosh, we cannot say enough about how great this beer is. I miss uh, it. Yes. <laughs> Uh, so as, uh, as you guys have seen, uh, David is drinking some water, uh, you know, not, not by his choice. It's his body's choice. Uh, we'll get into that here in just a little bit, but for now, you guys get to watch me drink beer and, uh, David gets to, David gets to smell it a little bit. So, um, glad to be back. I say, well, uh, we'll start with a little bit of, a. Let's talk about what you've done. Sad news. I said, oh, you want to go with me? Let's go with you. All right. So you went to I, Vegas. I did. I went to Vegas for eight days. Uh, sorry I wasn't going to record a podcast there. That uh, I, I couldn't get off the, the tables long enough. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, you know, I figure eight days <clears throat> times about three hours of sleep a night if I was lucky. Um, 24 hours. It was it was, it was was a fun, fun weekend. So uh, I went out there for bowling. Uh, you guys can look at my national scores. It wasn't amazing, but. Bowled another tournament for Igbo. Um, I had a blast. I had, you know, um, you know, started shooting when I shoot seven twenty for first series and stuff. Did pretty okay. Um, you know, I started out that trip in such a negative, right? <laughs> like that was a rough trip out there. Yeah, but, you know, my my flights kind of changed on me. Um, went to go pack my bowling balls. <clears throat> and realized I didn't have the correct stuff. Um, we won't get into like rule changes and things, but um, yeah, I had to, one of my one of my zippers broke on my bowling bag, literally as I'm putting in the car, like it just ripped apart. Um, you know, got fortunate, a lot of friends out there. So people that are watching, thank you for helping um, and all you did, getting me ball, you know, getting me some equipment, getting me some stuff. Um, let's brag for a second. I got to fly first class there and back. Nice. Um, yeah, <laughs> say, drank, drank some mimosas, had a good time. Um, actually, just got back this weekend, so came back, was here for a couple of days, and then uh, this weekend, my my family went up north in Michigan. So we're from the lower part. We went, you know, three and a half hours north. Um, Traverse City-ish. No, a complete opposite side of the state. Okay. You know, let's say Tawas in the Alpena area. Okay. Um, so I had a good time there, right? I got to go golfing two rounds, got my first ever hole in one. Saw that. Uh, yeah, it was really, really exciting. Um, I'm not a good golfer, you know, I say. Um, you got a good first four holes, I thought. I did, yeah. So, and then it kind of went, I, I went double bogey on one of them, but I think I ended up plus five. So yeah, that's not bad. No, not, not at all. That's the best <laughs> I've ever done, right? Yeah. People watching are like, oh, come on. <laughs> that's horrible. But, uh, you know, I... I think that's been really good. If I'm um, turned to 15 over, I'm happy. That's you know, dude. If I'm anything less than, if I do 18, if I if I I've never, I don't think I've ever gone plus 18, right? Like I just I'm always more than that. So, <coughs> Me too. Um, my goal is to my goal is to play bogey golf, hopefully a little less. And mm-hmm. um, you know I, I just enjoyed. I, I've never hit greens like I hit three out of four of my par three greens. One of them being an ace. And then, um, so that's my first eagle. Yeah. Um, just, I, I don't hit fairways because I, you know, I, I slice it so much. Yeah, yeah. I, I hit, I hit fairways. Like it was insane. I had one where dog leg, right? Which I, I play a dog leg, but for some reason I went straight through the trees and I was like, well, go see if it's got the clear, if not, whatever. Yeah. Land, it's literally in the middle of fairway. I cut through trees. I had no idea that I could do this. Right. Like it was just all luck on that aspect. Yeah. Um, my, my chips, I landed on the green versus like, you know, a shorter fringe and stuff like that. Uh, I golfed in uh, Cedar Valley, which uh, here, um, 
I I missed one chip onto the green, right? One. I, I had 190 yards out and I, I landed it uh, on the green, right? It just, it, I don't know what it was. It, best golf I've ever done. <clears throat> Relaxing. Um, drank a little bit, had fun. Uh, real estate side of things, you know, things are going pretty okay. Um, hoping to close a few deals here soon and just keep myself out of trouble. So now on to the, uh, to the number one here. What's been going on with you, man? So you have not heard most of this. Uh, not really. I mean, <clears throat> so everybody gets here at the same time, I guess. Yeah. Um, so uh, I just looked at the date and I can't even remember. So May 23rd, a Sunday. Yep. I wake up at like 2 a.m. And I have this horrible pain right here, okay, in my lower right side of my back. And I'm like, God, this hurts. So I get up, I go to the bathroom, I go take some Tylenol, and I sit down in the living room for about 30 minutes. Starts to go away. I'm like, all right, I'm going to go back to sleep. 4 a.m. I wake up, same thing. All right, well, this is stupid. Yeah. So, same thing. I get up, I go to the bathroom, I take some Tylenol, and... Probably should talk loud enough people can hear me, right? You would think. Um, <clears throat> I take some time on, sit down for about 30 minutes, go back to sleep. 6 a.m., same thing. I'm like, well, fuck it, I'm getting up now. You know, I, I can't keep doing this every two hours. Yep. So Dawn wakes up about 7, she comes out of the living room. She's like, what is going on? I'm like, I don't know, I'm in massive amounts of pain. She goes, is it bad enough to go in? Nick, you've known me a long time. Is anything usually bad enough to go in? No. I said, yeah, it's bad enough to go in. Let's go. Well, you know, and we are, we are raised the, <clears throat> the stereotypical men way, right? Yeah. Like, <laughs> you don't go see a doctor, right? And uh, if it's not falling off, yeah, you're fine. Yep. Rub so, some dirt on it. Yeah, walk it off, kid. <clears throat> so we go in. They do a CT, run a bunch of lab work, come back and tell me, you know, my Lab work's all crazy. And my iron's very low. Which, <clears throat> okay, I get that. My iron's been low for years, and it's a side effect of the gastric bypass. Oh, sure. But I really haven't done anything about it, because I don't want to. I'm stupid. <sighs> so, of course, my wife's freaking out. <clears throat> they do the CT, they don't see anything. Well, we really don't know. Okay. Um, hold that thought for just a second, everyone. So, anyways, I'm going to pause every time I have to cough. <clears throat> they say, you need to go home, get something to eat, make sure it's high in protein. Okay. Go get some iron pills, get some folic acid, start taking those, and they prescribe me some medication. I don't know what for. Sure. <clears throat> so we swing by Myers, we pick those things up, let's go home. 11.30. PM? AM. AM. So, okay. This is only a few hours. So, <coughs> Dawn makes baked beans with hot dogs cut up in them. Sure. Because that's protein. Yeah. I mean, beans are definitely good protein. Hot dogs, it's a lot of sodium. <laughs> so, I eat about half of it. And everything seems fine. Yep. And then all of a sudden, it was not fine. Oh, no. And all of a sudden, I can't talk. I'm shaking. I'm sweating bullets. I'm dry heaving. I go to the bathroom, and I'm just sitting there in case I got a puke. <clears throat> she comes in the bathroom. She's like, what the hell is going on? I don't know. So you heard the doctors? <laughs> they don't know. <laughs> um, she goes, are we going back in? I said, uh-huh. So she gets me in the car. We start driving. I call Chris real quick because I need to let him know that I'm going back to the ER now. Yeah. And I need to tell my catcher I'm probably not going to be there tomorrow. She needs to call the game. So I know that she's hitting at that point with Chris. So I said, hey, is, is Maddie there? And he goes, yep. And he gave her the phone. And I told her, hey, I'm not going to make it tomorrow. I'm going to the ER. You need to call the game. And she goes, are you okay? I said, no, I'm not. But I will be. So. I trust you, just get it done. Yep. It's like, okay. <clears throat> so as we're driving, 
I start to feel a little better. Dawn's blowing her horn, flashing her lights. I'm like, honey, <laughs> you ain't dying. I'm feeling a little better. You you can chill out a little bit. Yep. So we get to the hospital, which is five minutes from the house. Yeah. <clears throat> that's a, that's pretty slow. You look pretty close to the hospital. <laughs> yeah. Security comes out with a wheelchair and he goes, Weren't you just here? Yes, sir, I was. I was. He puts me in the wheelchair, he starts wheeling me. And literally, it felt like he was wheeling me on a gravel road. Oh, shit. Dawn parks the car, comes in, and she gets in before they get me back to a room. And they didn't wait. I mean, they just took me in, said, hey, he just left. Took me to a room. <clears throat> so a new doctor now follows me in. We're going to call him Dr. Jackass. Good ones. So they get me in the room. I'm in the wheelchair. We have to get out of that wheelchair for me to examine you. At this point, I'm sweating bullets. I can't talk and every movement hurts. Literally anything I do. So he says it a couple of times and Don's like, he's in a lot of pain. If you want him in the bed, maybe you help me to assist him or shut the hell up. Yeah. <clears throat> so I finally get in the bed. I'm still sitting here sweating. There's like a pool of sweat under my head. And he goes, well, I don't, want, I don't know what you want me to do for you. You've already had pain meds. I'm not giving you any more. Okay. She goes, look at the man. He's sweating bullets. He doesn't feel good. Do something. If you're not going to do anything, get the hell out of here and send in somebody that will. So they end up doing another CT with contrast. Now it shows that my pancreas is inflamed. Sweet. Seems you need your pancreas for everything. So they run me through a bunch of tests again. And we basically decided I'm not going home today. Yeah. So they better not try to send me home. So they weren't. They took me up to the room. Now, Nick, sitting up was the most painful thing. And laying down was the most painful thing. So if I had to do either of those, it was the worst thing ever. Yeah. Like they took me to the room for the CT and they go, all right, we need you on the thing for the CT. And I'm like, uh, yeah, that's going to hurt. So, I mean, I made it, but it was, it was difficult. Yeah. <clears throat> Probably the best person at moving me. We finally get to a room and the orderly goes, all right, we need to move you from this bed to that bed. I'm like, okay. He goes, I know it hurts, but I'm here. I got you. Like, okay. So I get up and I set myself on the side of the bed. He helps put my legs in the bed. He goes, okay, we have to go back now. It's gonna hurt. I have you, let me do it. I said, okay. So I give all of my weight to this man and he lets go. Oops. He did it on purpose. See if you stand? <clears throat> no, he goes, I know you probably don't like me right now, but with this kind of thing, it's like a Band-Aid. It's going to hurt no matter what. So if we go slow, it's going to hurt for a long time. Yeah. And if we go really fast, it only hurts for a little bit of time. I go, I can't even be mad at that logic. I, I just, <laughs> I can't. Yeah. I, he was honest with me. <clears throat> so I spent two and a half days in the hospital. Um, pancreatitis and a peptic ulcer. Um, pancreatitis means no red meat, yep. uh, no alcohol of any kind for at least six months. We need to figure out whether it's acute or chronic. They kept trying to play the, um, well, you drink too much. That's why this happened. How much do you drink? I said, last six months, like three a week. Yeah. All here on this. Yeah, basically. Yeah. No, I mean, the Saturday before, Mike had come up, and, I mean, we drank a little bit, yep. but I had, like, twisted teeth, like, four or five twisted teeth. But, again, I mean, that's, you know, it's like 4% alcohol. Right. I'll never drink it again, by the way. Really? There are so many things I won't touch now, just because it reminds me of this. <clears throat> Basically, I didn't eat or drink anything for over 24 hours because they needed me NPO in case they wanted to do something. Once they finally, you know, figured out, okay, well, you can have a little something here, but 
they, they figure that out Monday afternoon. They're like, yep, you can have some ice and then we'll go to some water and maybe we'll let you eat at the end. So about seven, they let me eat. And then they go, hey, midnight, no more food, no more water. Because we need John P.O. tomorrow in case we decide to do a scope. I'm like, okay. So, I mean, it prepared me for what life is now, which is I don't want to eat. Yeah. Um, so I thought that would be the worst of it. The following Sunday, no, two Sundays from then, so a week ago Sunday, I can't stop coughing. And I've told everybody, it's my allergies. Allergy season's bad, it's all my allergies. And they're like, you know, this is more than allergies. So Laura came over and basically told me, I take you in, something's going on. So Don's like, all right, we're going in. So at 9.15 at night on Sunday, here we go. Get to the ER, it's fucking packed. Oh yeah. And with the greatest people. So we have the young mother with her one-year-old, which maybe I don't have anybody watch a one-year-old, but we'll get back to that in a minute. And then a little later, dad brings her his drunk daughter in. I don't know why. She's drunk. It's her birthday. She told everyone. She was about as annoying as you can get. And Nick, I'm coughing constantly. It's giving me a headache. I don't have anything to take the headache with, and they won't give me anything because I'm in the waiting room. Right. <clears throat> a little bit later, they wheel in this homeless man who, you know, that happens. He starts arguing with everybody that they need to give him food now. And they're like, I'm sorry, sir. You can't have food in the waiting area. You have to wait to get in a room. So he's trying to argue that point. And everything that's going on is making my head hurt worse. And then my favorite thing of the night happens. This three-year-old comes in screaming, mommy, with her dad behind her, running to the lady with the one-year-old. And now I'm ready to fucking kill somebody. Because why do you have a child in here when you have somebody that could be watching the child? So for 20 minutes, I hear I listen to these two kids run all over the waiting room of the ER screaming their full heads off. While I keep telling my wife, I'm going to kill them. After 20 minutes, dad goes to the three-year-old. Come on, we're going to go out to the car and leave sis with mom. Why wouldn't you take both? Yeah. I didn't get to a room until 12.15. Oh, wow. At 9.30? Yeah. That's a long hike. So I finally get to a room, doctor comes in, he goes, something's going on. Let's do a CT. Okay. Now I can move. So I can sit up, sit down, it's, that's better. Yep. So they do a CT and they find I have a plural effusion, which is a fancy word for, I have uh, liquid fluid in my lung in my right lung. It's about a third of the way up. Great. And in that area, the lung is partially deflated, huh. which explains why I can never take deep breaths because I'm working on one and two thirds lungs. <laughs> we figure they're gonna admit us. The ER doc figures they're gonna admit us. It talks to the pulmonary doc and he goes, no, nah, he can go home. Have a follow up with his doctor. Okay. Okay. So I follow up with my doctor. I went Friday to see my PA. Yep. Because he's usually a little more paranoid than my actual physician. Sure. So I got labs done before I went. I show up and he does an x ray and he goes, Well, it's not worse, but it's also not better. So we're going to recheck you in a week. All right, what do we do? He goes, well, you're having a fever, which I've had a fever now since going back to the ER. Yep. If the fever cannot be controlled by Tylenol, you need to go in. If you feel worse than you feel now, you need to go in. 
They can do more at the ER for you than what I can do. Okay, great. Why did I come here then? Right. <laughs> so I, I have these small goals that I want to make. Like I wanted to make it through the weekend because we have team bonding here for the, the girls yep. today. <clears throat> and I wanted to be able to do that. I woke up this morning feeling awful. And I felt awful all day. Just a lot of pain. Coughing's been on and off. But the pain in my pancreas is awful. And when I start to break the fever, which mind you, breaking the fever means going from 101.9 to 101.2. Sure. I sweat bullets. So, I mean, I, I'm sitting there working on my bed and I look at the pillow that's under me and it's saturated with sweat. I'm like, well, this is gross. <clears throat> so, what we know is not a lot of anything. We know I can't drink for at least six to seven months. I can try at that point, but no more than six in a week, which is fine. I mean, if I don't drink, that's fine too. I just, not like I have to. Not like your life, right? No. Um, I told Don the other day I might decide to become vegetarian because there's a list of crap I can't eat now, and yeah. it might just be easier because then we're not throwing stuff away constantly because she makes too much for me. And I, Nick, if I eat it once, I don't finish it now. True. Because I don't want anything again. So like I told you when we were walking up here, dinner on Saturday night was a protein bar because I knew I needed protein, two oatmeal raisin granola bars because I like oatmeal raisin, and five Twizzlers. You know what made me feel like crap? The fifth Twizzler. I was good until that one, and I'm like, ah, I shouldn't eat that. That was too much. That was too much, Nick. How many hot dogs do we use to polish off together? Too many. Oh, speaking of hot dogs, I got a story for you fucking people. Okay. All right. I say that because I'm angry, right? Uh-oh. So, driving all the way back, I end up in uh, Cedar Springs. And they have an AMW slash KFC. And I look up on the menu, but long hot dog. All right. Feeling like a kid at heart. Let's do it. <clears throat> Full long hot dog, chili, some mustard and all that. I'm eating my hot dog. Get two. I get about halfway through. I left about that much of between half, right? I look down, and I shit you not. It was the end of a hot dog. So all they do is they give me a foot long bread with two hot dogs on it. Well, that's not a hot dog. That's two damn hot dogs. I was like, come on. That's cheating. Yeah, I was so pissy. Uh, you sons of bees, you got me. But yeah, yeah. So that so I put down at least two at a time. That's for sure. Yeah. <laughs> so. so that's what's been going on, and I thought tonight would be a good episode to talk about what happens if I drop dead. Yeah, well, let's see. So we've done it. We've done a death. Or, you know, preparing for death episode. And, um, we're gonna do one a little more specific tonight. Yeah, I say we we haven't uh, we haven't done one. I guess detailed, right? We've talked generics and things like that. So, <clears throat> so I was looking today, and with my life insurance policies, if I die, they'll pay out three hundred and twenty thousand, and it's split a third each to my mother, my daughter, and my wife. They're not going to have any clue, right? So of course they're going to come ask you. I know. Well, your mom won't. No, she'll just go to Scott. Yeah. Which is fine. So, my honest thought, Nick, is tell them to pay off the houses. Caitlin won't be able to fully pay off her house, but we're talking about 108000 Yeah. She'll be able to make a really good dent on what she owes. I mean, she bought it for 132 Right. Um, and at that point, Dawn will still have all of my 403B, all of my IRAs. To pay anything else she feels she needs to pay and because i'm dead they're gonna make her start taking disbursements anyways yep so she might as well just start investing that stuff i'll say her disbursements will go right back into her yep. <laughs> say yep say that's a that's one thing people should know so if you're you know if you're not needing the money and you're looking for long term right for because you know once you or i are gone our our family still needs to go, yes. right? Like they need to live, they need to succeed. 
And you don't want them to need to go find somebody else, right? Because let's face it, I'm fucking irreplaceable. You, you're pretty close to irreplaceable, but I mean, I make a, I'm already taken. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, but you know, and that's that's something that most people don't do, right? They go out and they, they, you know, oh hey, um, I'm gonna I'm gonna make sure my money's secure for this, and you know, they forget to continue with their life because they think their life has ended right there yeah. because they've lost, you know? And so, but no, it takes somebody from the outside to look at it and say, Hey, you know, make sure you're still doing you and getting on with the next thing. So take your, take your time, but always put somebody else, you know, kind of in charge. So that the person doesn't make a irrational decision. Well, and Caitlin and I started looking at the money. Yeah. And I shared with you the other day, the return she's getting. Yeah. Did I tell you future value of money? And no, so future value of money, if she kept this return up for the next 10 years, yeah. is like 1.8 million. Now, Nick, she ain't gonna keep this return up. Not a chance. But if she did, it's pretty good money. She could retire. Yeah, yesterday. Right. <laughs> I mean. So, and she, she doesn't really know what to do. And I'll be honest, this scared the shit out of me. It scared the shit out of Dawn. It scared the shit out of Caitlin. It's a scary thing. I don't think this is going to kill me. Right. But my body is actively trying to kill me right now. So I'm doing everything I have to do to, you know, try to get better. <clears throat> I sat down with her the other day and I talked to her about her investments specifically because I need her to understand what we're looking at and why we do what we do. Yep. And she's never had a great grasp of that. I mean, I guess when we were that young, I don't think we we didn't either. I didn't. I mean, she's twenty six. Six, yeah. Gosh, old. <clears throat> but I guess when I was twenty six, I probably you know thirty two now. So right about that did. time, I was I was starting <clears throat> to definitely educate. Like I, you know, I was doing more than what she does for sure. Yeah. But I was nowhere near where I am now. Right. Right. Like index. You know, like all those types of things. Right. Like yeah. I mean, twenty six because I had my daughter. I, don't know, I was 26 or so. So like, yeah, I did the index funds, and I, I like it changed it changed my my mind about you know, hey, like I have another thing I have to do and this yeah. and that. So, um, you know, stocks I, I dabbled here and there, but like then I started getting deep and, um, yeah. So I can't say you know I just I always had a okay a savings aspect, mm -hmm. not really a a, a, a long term investment right. lifestyle, uh, besides the real estate. Funds, <clears> right? Um, well, you know, I, I, being in the hospital, I didn't know what was going on. Right. So of course I'm sitting there going, well, I hope this doesn't kill me. But at the same time, I mean, you know, I've always said, I'm okay with my death. I don't have to deal with it. Everybody else has to deal with it. Yeah. So, I mean, and I still feel that way. If I drop dead tomorrow, yeah. I don't have to deal with it. So it doesn't, you know, it doesn't affect it doesn't me. doesn't affect me. It affects you or, yeah. you know, Dawn or Caitlin or mike or but it doesn't affect me i'm dead right i don't i don't know anything anymore i'm you know worm food for the most part well i mean they're gonna cremate me but still i see <clears throat> and uh i want to make sure you know and i've always been this way i want to make sure my family's taken care of yep which is why i've always made sure i have life insurance and i've always made these investments i mean i'm sitting there you know today looking at what my hsa looks like yep and I haven't pulled a lot out of my HSA this year. And <clears throat> the beginning of the year, I took a thousand, threw it into HSA investments. Yep. Threw another thousand into that. Thousand seventy-two and twelve cents. Because why not? Yeah. It's making money. <coughs> and I need, you know, different avenues to to pay them. Well, that, you know, I mean, you now have more medical bills and. You don't know what, what's going to happen if if what happens, you know, it could get worse. You're going to go into the hospital more. I mean, the short period you won't out earn it, but you know, hopefully later, you know, it'll it'll pay off enough, right? And secure money. It's very secure money at that point. Well, I'm I'm very happy that I have the job I have and I work for who I work for. Yep. Because I work from home. You know, my boss is basically brand new to the company, brand new to me, and. I didn't have a way to get a hold of her because I don't give anybody my cell phone number at work until I know them for a while. Yeah. So she didn't have it. <clears throat> and Dawn felt 
somebody at priority, you know, in management didn't know what was going on. So she sent Derek, my old boss, a message. <coughs> so he was keeping everybody up to date. And he goes, Brooke really wants to talk to David. Here's her number. So I called her and she's like, anything you need. Take all the time you need. Take an extra day. Yeah. She goes, I just want you back. I'm like, I really appreciate that. Yeah, shit. I mean, she sent me a, a, For some of the bosses you had. Yeah. She, she sent me messages saying, hey, I'm just checking in. I want to know how you feel. And she's been fantastic through this. Good. And, you know, <clears throat> I'm just doing what I have to do to make it to tomorrow. Yep. All right. <coughs> yeah, it's uh, 2021. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's the year. It tells you guys where my brain's at. I'm fried. <laughs> so, uh, you know, so pancreatitis i mean it's curable it's a fixable disease no yep. it's um, probably going to change my diet yeah it might take away the drinking yeah but whatever if i avoid things that trigger it once this goes away it won't come back right <clears throat> um you know i say it's not it's not anything it's not anything that can't be fixed, hopefully, right? And that's the biggest key is sucks along the way. It's a shitty journey, but <clears throat> you know, there's possibilities. So I think uh, you know, knowing you know, knowing knowing where you're at, setting yourself up for that successful future, making sure you know your ducks are in a row is always something we talk about. I mean, yeah. you know, my my wife, she's kind of you know, she's kind of the complete opposite, right? She if I sit there and I talk to her and I'm like, hey. You know, because I switched over my my old 401s to IRAs because I yeah. because F that company, right? I'm not right. investing in a company that doesn't invest in me. And uh, so talk, you know, talking to my accountant, everything completely fine. But then I told my wife, I was like, here you go. And this was before I was having on a plane. So she was, why are you talking to me about this? And I was like, because you didn't know where the hell my money is, right? Yes. Like, no disrespect, but like, you know where this... I guess she knows where three quarters of my real estate is, but I'm guaranteeing she would have no idea where some of it is, right? Like she has to wait for rent checks to come in or like I get notification on my phone for like a few cash apps and she'd be like, holy shit, like I didn't even know. Um, or, or Venmo's and stuff, you know? Um, but, you know, I, I think she just doesn't, she doesn't want to think about that stuff, right? Yep. And it's like, to me, it's always stuff you have to think about, right? I mean, I know where hers, her 401 is, or 403B, and, yeah. uh, you know, I know her policies that she's she has covered, um, and I think she needs to know that, too, because, mm -hmm. right, of the, of the two of us, I'm the stupid one, right? <laughs> I mean, she has all the schooling. Yeah, all right. Well, you know, that, and, I mean, ride a motorcycle, no helmet, right? right. I mean, I, I do stupid shit all the time, you know, I'm this big, and I'll climb up a ladder, and... <laughs> First one to fall. So, um, you know, and it's just set it, you know, making sure, you know, just like with, with your wife, right? It's, hey, know, know what you need to do, when you need to do it, how you need to react with it, you know, because otherwise you know, it's like a windfall. We talked about it, right? Mm -hmm. Opportunity to, to just kind of blow it. And, you know, yours and my wife both are not the very brightest with money. Right. You know, well, hey, these pans look brand new and I just bought a new pair last week, you know? It's like, I think uh, I think it's it's you know especially with yours yours you have probably fifty more investments than I have right uh, they're all over yeah right and it's you know hundred bucks here thousand bucks there yeah. you know I just but it's literally what it is too yeah. and and you have to know where those things are right um, and how to access them it's the biggest key I think that's one thing that most people forget is writing down your your uh, Username, password, and stuff. Well, and the other thing, make sure everything has a beneficiary. You don't want anything going to probate. Right. You hope. Right. And that takes time, money, frustrations, right? Yeah. And, and right now, the only person that can lay claim to anything of mine is my mother, my wife, yep. and my daughter. Yep. And I'm good with that. Because if there's something they want, though, do it when it goes when it gets into the paper i'm gonna claim that you promised me stuff that's fine yeah 
Don't let, don't let me pull shit. No, I'll go right in front of the judge and be like, do you know who I am? They'll just play this episode. Yeah. I'll say, yes, Mr. Watkins, we know exactly who you are. And I'll be like, look, he promised me his R2 3PO. <laughs> well, you know, I'm such a planner, so like even stupid shit. Yeah. I, I send Walling a text today. I'm like, hey, listen, if I drop dead, he goes, I want to hear it. I'm like, too damn bad. Right. If I drop dead, I'm going to want to do some dumb memorial service thing. There's already a playlist on Amazon. <laughs> he goes, I don't want to hear it. I said, I don't give a shit. Remember what I told you. Yep. There's already a playlist on Amazon. Yeah, I say, no, it's a, I'm, I'm, I'm not that big of a planner. Uh, nope. I mean, mine is, hey, go have fun. Here's a couple thousand bucks. Yeah, enjoy yourself. <laughs> I am a planner. Yep. I want to make sure everything's detailed and this is what we're doing. I mean, I scared the hell out of a lot of people. I get it. I scared the hell out of myself. Right. You know, I've, I've had former players reaching out to me. I've had, you know, former associates and just, you know, former friends or maybe just longtime friends. I don't know. Yep. And I mean, you know, like I got a message from one of the girl's dads this weekend because he was sending me video of her hitting. Yeah. And he's like, I'm glad to hear you're getting better. Fuck said I'm getting better. I, I didn't even address it. I was like, yeah, I'm just taking one day at a time. Yeah. Because, you know, what am I going to say? Right. I'm not getting any better. I'm not necessarily getting any worse. Right. But I'd like to see some improvement now. I mean, it's three weeks later and I literally can't walk down my driveway and back. I don't have the energy to do it. Yeah. I, I, there have been a couple times I've almost passed out taking a shower. I have no energy and it's because my lab work is all totally screwed up. Yep. <clears throat> and I mean, they're poking me at least once a week to see where they're at and they don't drastically change ever. Yep. I take whatever pill they put in front of me right now. And you know me, I hate pills. I don't take pills. Yep. I was diabetic for a time. Never to the point I needed insulin, but you know, they put me on, you know, meds. Yeah. I never took those meds. Ever. I never took. Oh. And I remember my doctor at one point goes, Why aren't you taking them? I said, they're too expensive. I'm not taking those. I'm I'm not a great patient. I've been a great patient. Yeah. Well, hopefully it pays off, right? I'm, I'm hopeful. I mean, Dawn's mad now because, you know, we put off a lot of traveling and stuff. And I told her, I said, it's unfortunate because I'm finally ready to do that stuff. But, I mean, you know, we hit COVID and, you know, I mean, I'm not in the best financial spot of my life, right? We mm -hmm. all know that. Yeah. And you lose, you lose a decent job and shit mm -hmm. happens, but. You know, we talked about I went to Vegas, I went to camping, like, I mean, we, we're still, like, I'm making sure that we're doing, we're headed to Houston here in a couple of weeks um, for the 4th of July, and I mean, we're, I'm, I'm right back at, because, you know, I mean, on the personal level, for most people that don't know, um, I've always been a very outgoing, very happy person, I've, I've tried to keep myself in great mood, loved my life, right, and I had a, I had a huge depression, you know, I mean, um, just, I've never been one to say that. Like, I've always thought depression is kind of, you know, just different. And and you can always talk yourself out of it. And you can, right? I did. Like, I'm not I'm not the first person to say, uh, but, you know, you just got to talk to the right people and, and get to the right mindset. And it's a lot of it's mindset, right? Oh, oh, so much mindset. And you have to have so much power to control your mind. Mm -hmm. And, but before I left for Las Vegas and stuff, like, I just, I was, right? Like, I broke down in a buddy's house. And, you know, of course, drinking always helps. But, uh. <laughs> say you know i just i was like fuck man i'm so fucking depressed like and just i lost it right and uh but you know we're we're i'm back on getting up there mm -hmm. i came back from las vegas and i was i was okay for a day or two and then i like i felt myself just boom right back to normal shitty life of, right this is what it is and i was like man i talked to the right people and oh you know it's just it's a long game focus and get there right i mean no matter what you do you know, you'll never be truly happy unless you're happy with yourself, right? And, and I think that's a big key for me, especially in like real estate, right? 
there is no gratification in real estate. Mm-hmm. People will, you know, I mean, the people that the people that don't own real estate that want to will, oh man, you you know, that's awesome. The people that don't own real estate and rent, they think you're the biggest, you know, I mean, you're never going to thank you. You'll never get anything out of these people. Right. right? I mean, it's just not how it is, right? You only hear your negatives. You'll never hear a positive, mm-hmm. right? Um, you know, and that, that, that eats away at you. Oh, yeah. Um, and it's my own choice to do it, right? And that's one thing that I've made sure I've reminded myself. At any given fucking point, I could just shut the fuck up and sell everything, right? <laughs> like, you know, and and I, you know, but and but part of me is like, man, then then the negative side wins and I don't, right? right. Or it's, you know, hey, I can I can focus on what I need to get to where I want to be in life, get it, make it happen, and that's it, right? And so, um, but no, I, I was, I don't know, I was just in. One of the lowest spots of my of my life, which is sad to say, right? I'm 32. Um, you know, I didn't have a great upbringing, but like getting the shit beat out of me was nothing compared to being disappointed in myself. Yeah. Right? <laughs> like, holy crap. Um, but I mean, I, I think <clears throat> I think you, you know, the, the problem is, is like on this, like you will never, you can't talk yourself into getting healthier. No. But, you know, um, keeping keeping good faith and you're already talking about, you know, hey, I think I might change my diet and do these things. And it's great, right? You want to work on yourself and you love yourself enough to give a shit. Yeah, right? yeah. That's the biggest thing, right? I mean, we know in like Don's bummed because we have to cancel our vacation for two reasons. In October? No, in the end of the month. Oh, okay. So we were going to take a trip, you know, this, I don't know if they do, to uh, Baltimore. Yeah. And we're gonna stop in Cleveland, see the Rock and Hall of Fame, go to Indians game. Yep. I guess they're not the Indians anymore. Go to a Cleveland baseball game. Cleveland game, yeah, just the Seas. Um, Spend a couple, three days in Baltimore, drive through Pittsburgh and go to a Pirates game. Yeah. Stop at Canton, go to the Hall of Fame, and and come home. Yep. And then this crap started to happen. And then Dawn went to Caitlin's second opinion on her hand yeah and now she's having surgery the wednesday we were going to gone oh okay so don's like all right well we could do something monday or tuesday but we're not doing anything while she's having surgery no absolutely we are not and you know even on the monday or tuesday she's like well i want to go somewhere you know not more than a couple three hours away sure right i can't walk like we went grocery shopping the other day at Meyer. We didn't pick up a lot, just, you know, yeah. like I wanted applesauce and I wanted yogurt and stuff like that, okay? Yep. We were there maybe 20 minutes. Yeah, I was gassed. Yeah. Just gassed. So I don't know how to go anywhere and do anything. Right. I mean, go to a White Caps game and sit there. You know, I mean... Tigers game, maybe. So Chicago's only three hours. You can make it to that. Go to a Cubbies game, that'll break your spirits. I don't even know if I can handle sitting there for three hours. Yeah. I mean, I mean, those are the other things. Like, I know there's an exhibit at Museum of Science and Industry. Yep. There's no way I can walk that. That's a, that's a big fucking museum. Well, and Don goes, well, we'll put you in our wheelchair. I'm like, I don't fit in your wheelchair. Right. You fit in your wheelchair. I've got a hundred and... 20 pounds at least on you. And she's like, oh. <clears throat> so, I don't know. She still wants to do something. We'll see. I, You know, and of course, a couple weeks ago, I'm still thinking about dumb shit. Like, there's a troop coming up this Saturday. Yep. And it's outdoors at the Grand Rapids Public Library. And I'm like, oh, I could probably do that. Not a and now as I'm thinking about it this week, I'm like, what the hell am I thinking? I couldn't. Put the suit on right. without passing out, let alone do an actual event. Yeah. <clears throat> so. No, well, I think, and you know, time time will tell what you can do, and you know, tell them, you know, try to try to do what you can, enjoy, you know, the simple things, and. Well, that's where we're at. I mean, you know, I I want to make sure that we can still do some of the stuff, but. We're not doing anything crazy. And I want to make sure that if something does happen, they're set. 
Right. They know where to go, what to do. These things are out there. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, you know, and unfortunately, you know, for anybody that listens to us, instead of getting a, hey, we're back and really excited about stuff episode, they're yeah. getting a, hey, hey, we're back and life is not great right now. I say life is different, you know, and, <clears throat> but I, you know, I don't think there's enough people that talk because nobody wants to hear it, right? Nobody right. wants to hear the negatives. Nobody wants to hear, you know, I'm I'm one of them, right? I'm the first to admit it. So we uh, we used to both listen to Listen Money Matters. Yes. Right? And uh, when I first started listening to those guys, you know, they were upbeat and ready to go. And, um, you know, hey, what are you drinking and stuff like that? And uh, then they started going to tea. And I was like, that's kind of fucking boring. Um you know, they lost their taglines and you know, they, they switched host and stuff. And you could just tell it, you know, like their two different investing sides of things weren't getting along. And, um, you know, they changed hosts and, and just things. And now they've been off for what, two years? I don't know. It's been a long right, time. Yeah. Right. Um, you know, they're doing really well and stuff because financially they're smart people. Right. But it's just, you know, we don't want to hear. We don't want to hear people change, right? We don't want to hear the, the downsides because we all, you know, everybody has negatives. And that's why people talk about negatives all the time, right? They don't, you know, hear the positive life stories. You and I love to talk about the positives because there's not enough people to do it. But, um, you know, people watch us and we talk about our past. It's all right. You know, hey, oh, I've had, I, you know what they what they hear out of my past, you know, even if they say, hey, I got beat the shit out of as a kid, right? Mm-hmm. I had it way worse than you. Cool, man. Like, I'm so sorry that you had to go through that, right? right? Like, it's never... Or, you know, or you get the people, oh, poor, whatever. And it's like, I don't know, don't feel bad for me. It's just, it's my fucking life that just happened, right? Like, to me, it's like, dude, you know, you you were, am I jealous of some people that were brought up, like, you know, uh, trust fund babies and, like, they get whatever they want? Sure, but, like, I don't know. I mean, it doesn't make you a better or worse person than no. me, right? Like, I don't care if you got handed everything on a silver spoon. I, you know what? Like, it doesn't make me better that I had to work for mine. Sure, okay, so I'm a better worker than you, but who gives a shit? You have so much money that you don't ever have to fucking work. Right. Like, good for, like, why? Why? I don't compare my life to that. And people do all the time, and it bugs me, you know? And it's like, oh, I, I, I earned everything I had. Good for you. That's awesome. You understand the American dream. Did you teach it? Did you impact more lives? Did you, you know, well, my kids didn't have to worry. Okay, so you were pissed because that kid was handed everything, but you just handed the same thing to your kid. Right. Or, oh, I make my kids earn everything. Like, awesome. Now, did you, like, what did you do? All you did is instill work. You didn't instill growing a, a universe, right? Like, you right. didn't instill, hey, hire people, do this, do the right thing, you know. And everybody has negatives. Every person has negatives. I'm sorry for Bill and Melinda Gates and getting divorced, you know, like that sucks. Like two of the richest people in the world and proof that money can't buy everything. Right. Like, like um, when you bought everything, it, it, but so right, they failed in marriage. <laughs> like That's just point blank, plain and simple. That's, that's what happened. Right. I mean, um, you know, there's, there's people for everything. And we are, we tell everybody all the time, right. We're just too, above average size dudes um right that just do average like we just do things and, and you know our benefits are we we invest and we understand a little bit more about money i mean dude you know about money i know about money you know who knows more about money than us warren fucking buffett absolutely does <laughs> like you know i mean you know who has more money than us elon musk right yeah. that dude's brain just blows my mind. I mean, people talk crap you know my favorite is like people that talk crap about Oh, well, Elon, if you talk bad about him, this, it's like, you can just give him credit that he's smart, right? He developed something that I, my mind doesn't fathom, right? Like, oh, yeah, but, yeah, but uh, why doesn't he run it off water? You know, do, like, you always have, nobody, nobody gives credit where it's due. And it's, people have an issue with other people's success. 100%. And I don't know why. If anybody does, please reach out to us. Because uh, we ain't we ain't psychiatrist, as you guys know, because uh, we know speak very smart. Well, you know, <laughs> when we sit here, we're we're very authentic people. We're just gonna share with you what we are, what we believe. Yep. You might not agree with it. That's fine. Yep. Doesn't mean we have to talk about that specific thing you don't agree with. Um, you know, I. What's? Well, <laughs> yeah, you talk. You're six months six months without drinking, right? That's what you got. I don't think we're going to hang out any less just because you ain't drinking. No. I'm sitting here drinking. 
yeah, okay, this is gonna be a oh, I'd like to have that, but if you Honestly, if you if you were like, hey, that's <clears throat> how you feel, you probably don't want it. But like, when you get healthy, oh man, I really like you know, but like, it doesn't impact me that you're not drinking, right? Like, I'll still go shoot the shit. If you want to sit and watch a fucking baseball game? Be like, hey, you want to just come watch a baseball? Game? Fuck yeah! Like, I'll just come watch a baseball. Game. But we used to do like yeah. drinking hasn't been hasn't been our <clears throat> common ground thing, right? Like family money and um, you know, baseball has been our, our basics type thing, let's say, you know? And so where, you know, some people, if I go to a gathering, I have to, you know, have to drink and socialize and I'm, I do it cause I like it. Right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, if I was told, Hey, it's a, you know, my favorite is the people that I was a dry wedding. It's going to be a boring wedding. Yeah, I'm not there for the fucking alcohol. Sure. That's the benefit. Right. Whatever. But I'm watching two people get married. Like my wedding was dry. Like 302 people show up. Mm-hmm. Right? <laughs> like, um, you know, it was. It, it to me, it's it's more about the true person than yeah. it is what you're doing in that sense. Well, my I feel bad because my mug at Minton. Yep. Now I I don't get to use it. Ah, I can. We'll see if we can transfer it to me. So I said something to Mike the other day. I'm like, oh, we'll go up to the Mitten sometime and you can use my mug. And he goes, I'm not drinking. They're not drinking. I'm like, what do you mean? <laughs> and he goes, I'm supporting you. I'm like, dude, I'm okay if you drink. <laughs> He's like, I'm not drinking if you're not drinking. Don's telling me the same crap. Yeah. So if you can't drink, I'm gonna go and drink it for you. Again, it doesn't bother me. Yeah. I'm not one of those people that is enabled. Right. By everybody else drinking around me. I might have been for four years of the Chino McTac nugget, but other than that, yeah. you know. Wait. And that's, you know, I, you know, I, I, I think because I've been around a lot of what's called alcoholics, right? They go mm-hmm. to meetings and stuff like that. And so they're all recovering and stuff like that. And so to me, it's no big deal. Like I can go, you know, if, if I walk in and I'm like, hey, you want something you're like I don't drink. I'm like cool. Get him a kitty cocktail. Right. Right. Like that's the only non-alcohol I know right away. I'm just like, you know, get him a, a you know virgin daiquiri. Do something like I will order it. Make sure you have fun and look like you know, because um, these people you know now it's what what are these things called? Uh, um, mocktails. Mocktails. Yes. Right. <clears throat> I'll make sure you have a good time. Like you don't need to drink to do it. Um, well, Don used to ask me that a lot. She'd be like, do you feel like you have to drink to have a good time? No, but it does help. Helps me interact, but no, you know, I mean, <clears throat> I go to a lot of real estate events, right? And there's quite a few people that don't drink and there's quite a few people that do. Yeah. I just talk about real estate, right? <laughs> like whether I'm drinking my hand or not, it doesn't matter. Well, again, you, you said before we started this episode, uh, you good wearing that shirt? And I said, yeah, I'm good wearing that shirt. I'm drinking water. Yep. I say, yeah, that's because you won't catch me on this, this podcast ever, which, you know, if, if, whenever we upload this one to YouTube, wearing a school affiliated shirt and drinking, it's not professional. I don't do that. Right. <clears throat> and this is coming from somebody that got fired for drinking at a school. I did not drink at, at a school. school. <laughs> I just stopped myself. I was like, let's be clear here, folks. This is a, no, um, no. So I think, you know, and, um, you know, and you can tell that you're, you're, you're concerned about it and you, you know, you truly are. Hey, like, Hey, Hey, have you ever used stash? Do you know what this, you know? And it's, um, yeah, I don't, I don't always answer because I don't have time. Top three crappiest days of my life yeah. today. Um, I figured you were having crappy days. Literally, literally top three crappy days I've had in a long time today. Um, when I say shit, I mean literal shit. Uh, you know, sewer backup, twenty-five thousand dollars worth of work, like <clears throat> just shit. Shit. Uh, there's shit everywhere. Um, <clears throat> you know, and. So yes, am I gonna have a drink tonight? Yeah, one hundred percent, right? Do I need it? No, like. But I don't know. I say like, what I do doesn't control you, and what you do doesn't control me, right? Right. So, excuse you. And uh, no, you know I, you know I, I think some of the biggest keys are, 
nobody's seen this happening to you, right? Nobody was no. playing for it. Nobody was prepared. You know, as we talked about it, I think on an episode, right? Your wife had a stroke yeah, or a mini stroke, whatever. And, uh, you know, <laughs> definitely weren't prepared for that. Right. Nope. But it's all right. Hey, you know, these are the things we have to do because she might not walk and talk again. Like, you know, literally that was, that was a weird day, you know, it was scary as hell. Yeah. And, uh, <coughs> now I have to deal with a disabled wife that I was not expecting. Like there was that, that financial side of things. There goes the, Hey, my whole life has to change to spoon feed this person. Yep. <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, you know, but you know, setting yourself up for worst and best case scenarios is the best thing you can do for yourself. It's preparing for anything. Yep. And, and if you're not doing that, you're not preparing for anything. Yep. What is it? What's the, what's the whole thing? Failing to prepare is preparing to fail. Correct. Right. Um, you know, and, and that's very true. So, you know, I, I'm very, get stressed. I'm not going to lie about that. Right. But I'm very, very good under pressure. Right. <coughs> my, my wife is a thinker. I'm a very much go-getter and action taker, right? Um, you know, if something, if something hits me right in the face, boom, life, I got it. You know, taking balls in the face before my friend, <laughs> I was afraid to do it again. So what, uh, what is your, what is your, I guess, what is your wife doing? Has she changed? What is she thinking? How is she handling it? She's not handling it great. She'd really like them to do something. Sure. Um, I, be, I basically told her if I wake up tomorrow morning, like I did this morning and I feel that way, we're going to, sure. um, I need to get this fluid out of the lung. So, I mean, I'm at the point where if I can make it to my doctor's appointment on Thursday, great. When they do the chest x-ray, if it's not better, mm -hmm. if it's the same or worse, I'm going in because they need to drain this crap. Yeah. I need to feel better and I can't fight all of these things. Right. So they're going to have to do something to make me feel better. <clears throat> I sleep at night because I sleep with an ice pack on my pancreas area. We didn't. So in our house, we locked three of the four cats out of the room. Sure. Because the two babies love to play all night long. And climb on Yeah. And I'm an old man. I want to sleep. Mm -hmm. So last night, I, I, I can't sleep under the covers because of how much I'm sweating. Don just changed the sheets, not grossing up the sheets. Yeah. So I slept above the covers with just different blankets. <clears throat> I had Leia, who always sleeps with us, between my legs. Vader literally laid on my face all night. And I'm like, all right, fuck it, here we go. My, my, my cats, you know, they're supposed to sleep like 18 hours a day and they don't, no. but, uh, you know, I, they, they just come in, like we lock them out of our bedroom, right? Cause when they're in there, one will either put its freaking tail in my mouth so I can't sleep, or actually use my wife's mouth to try to kill her. It's hilarious. Um, or like last night I got, use the restroom, cat fucking snuck into the bed, the bedroom. And I was like, whatever, that's on you. Close the door, right? And I left it cracked just because I knew that this fucking cat, like two minutes later, was just going to try to claw. Yep. Stands by the door. Meow, meow. I'm like, oh, fuck you. I was like, it's open the door. It's wide open. I was like, I get up, let it out, and it runs because it's like, I ain't being trapped in here. It smells like fart. I was like, yeah, that was me. No. Um, but, <clears throat> no, my, you know, I say, my animals, they do not sleep with us. Oh, speaking of that, I'm going to go get one. So. Uh, we've been watching my brother's dog quite a bit, so I'm going to go pick, pick the dog up tonight. So <clears throat> I think I think there's a – maybe we talk about it all the time. Like, you can't your – mom, your mom catching herself on fire. Nobody would have thought about this, right? I mean – I won't, I won't feel I won't feel like you're I won't feel like you're dying until you guys go buy another uh, RV and try to take a big road trip. That's not happening. Yeah, I say only do that once. Yeah. But uh, well, this was kind of a bummer of an episode. Yeah, it was all right. I mean, we're we're sorry that it was a bummer, but people have to understand that you know, hey, normal life happens, and we're real people that go through real shit, just like everybody else. But it's how you uh, how you look at it and make it through that. Uh, makes you who you are. I, guess, right? I mean, when I mean, you hear stories of people that have gone through 
way worse and mm -hmm. turn out in the end and be fantastic. So, well, um, you know, I, I fully believe I'll get through this and I'll be fine and yeah. I'll be on a cruise in October. If not, you got nothing else to worry about, do you? True story. As you said, a ton of the wife at that point. It really is. She'll be calling you all the time. So, what's your normal? Uh, like, subscribe, share, tell your friends, tell your family. Bucks and Brews, we're back. We're here. I'll be gone again in like a couple weeks. Uh, shout out to Corona. Shout out to Dust Still Brewing. Uh, we really appreciate that out of Illinois. Uh, Hawaii 5 Ale. Guys, if you haven't gone and gotten this yet, you're missing out on a crap ton. You really are. That's an <laughs> excellent beer. You know, when, when people say packs of punch, I mean, this thing, just the flavor of this thing is just so summery, so great. Um, I've actually gone and bought some of it, so um, it's just fantastic. It is very good. I, I, I appreciate it. I'll be drinking the next, the last one next week, and uh, yeah, I'm excited for it. Hopefully next week we'll have a much more fun episode. Yeah, we'll see if we can get a special guest of some sort. And, yeah. Make make this all about real life and fun. Yeah, no kidding. So uh, thanks for joining us this week, guys. Sorry we've been kind of AWOL, and uh, at least we're back now. So we're back. We'll be we'll be kind of intermittent during the summer because Nick and I are gonna go do stuff here and there. So yeah, don't expect every week, but you know, a couple times a month, I'd I'd say we'll probably join you. I say I'd expect every. And uh, as long as I'm not coughing, we'll be live on Podbean most of the time. Most. So, all Take right. Take care. Thanks for joining us, everybody.